Hello and welcome to episode 673 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this evening. My name is Terrence M. Stanton. We are recording on Thursday, October 5th, 2023, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let us begin with St. Alphonsus Liguri's Thursday prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain heaven. O Queen of Paradise, who reigneth above all the choirs of angels, and who art the nearest of all creatures to God, I, a miserable sinner, salute thee from this valley of tears, and beseech thee to turn thy compassionate eyes towards me. For whichever side they turn, they dispense graces. See, O Mary, in how many dangers I now am, and shall be as long as I live in this world, of losing my soul, of losing heaven and God. In thee, O Lady, I have placed all my hopes. I love thee, and sigh to go soon to see thee, and praise thee in heaven. Ah, Mary, when will be that happy day on which I shall see myself safe at thy feet and contemplate my mother who has done so much for my salvation? When shall I kiss that hand which has delivered me so many times from hell and has dispensed me so many graces when, on account of my sins, I deserve to be hated and abandoned by all? My lady, in life I have been very ungrateful to thee, but if I get to heaven I shall no longer be ungrateful. There I shall love thee as much as I can in every moment for all eternity." and shall make amends for my ingratitude by blessing and thanking thee forever. I thank God with my whole heart, who gives me firm confidence in the blood of Jesus Christ and in thee, and the conviction that thou wilt save me, that thou wilt deliver me from my sins, that thou wilt give me light and strength to execute the divine will, and, in fine, that thou wilt lead me to the gate of paradise. Thy servants have hoped for all this, and not one of them was deceived. No, neither shall I be deceived." O Mary, my full confidence is that thou hast to save me. Beseech thy son Jesus, as I also beseech him, by the merits of his passion, to preserve and always increase this confidence in me, and I shall be saved. Today, friends, we are going to return to the fall of 2023 issue of the Fatima Crusader, entitled Exposed Errors of the 2023 Synod. This article is by Father Michael Rodriguez, and it's entitled light from heaven and the synod of darkness. I want us to always have a hopeful attitude, even though we're going through obviously very dark times, but the Lord is permitting these dark times to take place because we know in the end, the Blessed Mother's Immaculate Heart will triumph. She says so herself. So let us continue to pray. Let us continue to trust and let us continue to hope that things will work out as they should. The only thing we have to concern ourselves with really is doing good and avoiding evil, asking God for the grace to do that. Like Archbishop Lefebvre said, paraphrasing him, pray the rosary, read traditional catechisms, attend the traditional Latin mass, and don't be bitter. Father Rodriguez continues um, by saying, (laughs) Father Rodriguez, not continues, he starts the article by saying, Mary, most holy, our queen and advocate, who at the first moment of thy conception didst crush the head of the infernal serpent, we beseech thee to come to our aid. Take us under thy mantle, and do not allow us to be caught in the snares laid for us, that we may one day reach the portal of salvation. Amen. God, whose ways are mercy and truth, has willed to send light from heaven for our times, the light of Fatima. Satan, however, like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour, 1 Peter 5.8. And aided by the world, 
the flesh and his minions within the hierarchy of the church is about to unleash yet another wave of darkness and diabolical disorientation throughout the church via the synod on synodality. This 16th Ordinary General Assembly of the Synod of Bishops is scheduled to take place in Rome October 4 through 28, 2023. Let us compare and contrast Catholic Church teaching with the deceptive ambiguity of the upcoming synod. Light. In his encyclical letter on the unity of the Church, Pope Leo XIII teaches, since it was necessary that Jesus Christ's divine mission should be perpetuated to the end of time, he took to himself disciples, trained by himself, and made them partakers of his own authority. And when he had invoked upon them from heaven the spirit of truth, he bade them go through the whole world and faithfully preach to all nations what he had taught and what he had commanded, so that by the profession of his doctrine and the observance of his laws, the human race might attain to holiness on earth and never-ending happiness in heaven. In this wise and on this principle, the church was begotten. Darkness. The preparatory document for the upcoming synod proposes a very different ecclesiology. A synodal church is a listening church. A synodal church has much to learn. A synodal church is a church of encounter and dialogue. A synodal church is open, welcoming, and embraces all. Our identity and vocation is to become an increasingly synodal church. According to this official document, three priority issues for a synodal church are communion, mission, participation. According to Catholic Church teaching, three priority issues for the Catholic Church are to profess the doctrine taught by Christ, observe the laws established by Christ, and offer the same sacrifice offered by Christ. Let us compare and contrast the message of Our Lady of Fatima with the message of the Synod. The message of Fatima is profoundly supernatural and Catholic. Heaven, hell, purgatory, profound love and adoration of God and of Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament, devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, saving souls, praying and offering sacrifices for the conversion of poor sinners, making acts of reparation to God who is so offended. The message of the Synod is radically different. It is centered on man and this world, journeying together, walking together as a people, conversation in the spirit, discernment, dialogue, encounter, accompaniment, collaboration, the concrete life of the people of God, fraternity, solidarity, widening the scope of communion, coming to terms with the contradictions, limits, and wounds of history. Beware of the devil, the father of lies, and a murderer from the beginning, John eight forty four. Light. The Lord God planted a paradise of pleasure from the beginning, Genesis 2, 8. There he spoke to man, of every tree of paradise thou shalt eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat. For in what day soever thou shalt eat of it, thou shalt die the death. Genesis 2, 16 and 17. Darkness. The cunning serpent then comes, lies, and distorts the truth. No, you shall not die the death. For God doth know that in what day soever you shall eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as gods, knowing good and evil. Genesis 3, 4, and 5. Light. The Lord, the Lord God spoke to man again at Fatima through his mother and his angel. You have seen hell where the souls of poor sinners go. 
To save them, God wills to establish throughout the world the devotion to my Immaculate Heart. People must amend their lives and ask pardon for their sins. They must not offend our Lord anymore, for he is already too much offended. Pray, pray a great deal. Offer prayers and sacrifices unceasingly to the Most High. My God, I believe, I adore, I hope, and I love thee. I ask pardon of thee for those who do not believe, do not adore, do not hope, and do not love thee. Darkness. The cunning serpent then comes, lies, and distorts the truth. The purpose of the synod is to plant dreams, draw forth prophecies and visions, allow hope to flourish, inspire trust, bind up wounds, weave together relationships, awaken a dawn of hope, learn from one another, and create a bright resourcefulness that will enlighten minds, warm hearts, give strength to our hands. The darkness of Freemasonry. It is likely that the most grotesque distortion of the truth by the upcoming synod will be in the area of Catholic Church teaching on sodomy. It is certain that there will be many wolves among the bishops participating in the synod. It is particularly difficult for them to disguise their sinister paws and teeth when it comes to the homosexual agenda. Francis has appointed Cardinal Jean-Claude Hollerich, S.J., Archbishop of Luxembourg, as the Relator General, the leader of the Synod on Synodality. On February 2, 2022, Catholic News Service reported that Cardinal Hollerich has stated in an interview, I believe that the sociological scientific foundation of the Church's teaching on homosexuality is no longer correct. I think it is time for a fundamental revision of the doctrine. The Darkness of Satan Bishop Johann Bonny and other Flemish bishops of Belgium introduced a blessing for same-sex couples in September 2022. On March 10, 2023, during their National Synodal Assembly, the German bishops voted to implement blessings for same-sex couples. Only nine out of 58 bishops opposed this heretical and blasphemous proposal. The Synod's participants include 20 voting members from the United States, 14 of them are bishops, Two are priests, one a nun, and the other four are laypersons, two men and two women. Nearly everyone on this list is an outspoken advocate of further revolutionizing the liturgy, changing church doctrine, giving Holy Communion to pro-abortion politicians like Joe Biden and Nancy Pelosi, Marxist ideology, Saul Alinsky methods, illegal immigration, radical feminism, and or the LBGT agenda. For example, on February 5, 2021, LifeSite News posted a list of the top 10 homosexuality-promoting U.S. bishops. Francis has five of those wolves participating in the upcoming synod. The evil Francis also extended a special invitation to Father James Martin, who is arguably the most notorious and outspoken pro-homosexuality American priest. Having been allowed to fester for decades, the malignant depravity of homosexuality has grown far more militant and invasive. Like a hydra, it has given rise to many more evils, including transgenderism, the mutilation of sexual organs, loss of security and respect for women, gross public indecency, attacks upon parental rights, and the commodification of children. With the upcoming synod, terrible darkness continues to threaten our beloved church. 
With the help and intercession of Our Lady of Fatima, may we live as children of the light, Ephesians 5.8, praying and offering sacrifices for the conversion of poor sinners and making acts of reparation to God, who is already too offended. Light and truth, Catholic teaching. See 10 fundamental principles on page 10. And as we turn to page 10, uh, this is the Catholic Church teaching on homosexuality, 10 fundamental principles. Number one, any sexual act outside of natural marital relations open to life is always an objective mortal sin. Two, all unnatural sexual acts, including any sexual act between persons of the same biological sex, are intrinsically evil and always objective mortal sins. Under no circumstance can they be approved. Three, the homosexual orientation itself is intrinsically evil. It is objectively disordered, but it is not itself a sin because sins are acts involving the intellect, knowing, and the will, choosing. Four, any and all acts, whether sexual or not, by which a person knowingly chooses to move toward, cooperate with, reinforce, or act upon a homosexual orientation is itself a sin, either venial or mortal. Five, since the homosexual orientation is a moral disorder, to act on its urgings is always contrary to the will and plan of God. Thus, persons with a homosexual orientation have a moral obligation to strive to correct it according to God's manifest design. Male and female, he created them. Genesis 1.27 Six, with the help of God's grace, all things are possible. This certainly includes conversion from a disordered homosexual orientation. 7. All persons are creatures of God. No person is intrinsically evil. All persons deserve charitable treatment. This obviously includes those with a homosexual orientation. 8. The promotion and spread of homosexuality is an abomination before God. This work of the devil causes the gravest harm to marriages, families, the church, and society in general. 9. The adoption of children or the bearing of children through immoral means by two persons of the same sex is gravely contrary to the will and plan of God. And 10, society has the right and the duty to enact laws which discourage and punish sinful acts that cause serious harm to society. In order to have a greater appreciation of Catholic Church teaching regarding the abominable sin of sodomy, it is helpful to emphasize the following points. A. While Jesus Christ and his church unequivocally condemn all forms of homosexual activity, Christ calls us to practice charity and compassion towards persons. B. Charity, properly understood and lived, can never be divorced from the truth. Charity is patient. Charity is kind. Charity rejoiceth with the truth. 1 Corinthians 13, 4 and 6. C. True charity and compassion towards persons engaging in the sin of Sodom means, above all, to help them convert and live. Is it my will that a sinner should die, saith the Lord God, and not that he should be converted from his ways and live? Ezekiel eighteen twenty three. Christian charity puts the salvation of souls first. Absolutely nothing in this world can compare to the beauty and wonder of a soul in the state of God's grace. The value of sanctifying grace far surpasses all human understanding and expression. I have not seen nor ear heard, 
Neither hath it entered into the heart of man what things God hath prepared for them that love him. 1 Corinthians 2.9 Remember, O Christian soul, thou hast a soul to save, a body to mortify, sins to expiate, virtues to acquire, hell to avoid, and heaven to gain. D. True charity and compassion towards persons engaging in the sin of Sodom means doing all we can to help them reject sinful homosexual activity and all the associated lies and deceptions of Satan. It means helping them live a chaste life. True happiness is found by following Jesus Christ, denying oneself, carrying one's cross, and persevering in the state of grace. We practice charity towards homosexual persons by helping them grow in God's grace, encouraging them to practice frequent and devout attendance at the, at the holy sacrifice of the mass, fervent holy communions, contrition for sin, frequent confession, praying the holy rosary daily, abundant acts of penance and mortification, avoiding occasions of sin and a tender devotion to the most pure mother of God. E. The important distinction between person, homosexual orientation, and homosexual actions must be kept in mind and applied. Love and respect for the person does not mean accepting that a homosexual orientation is natural and good. No, the homosexual orientation is objectively disordered. It is an abomination that is contrary to our divinely created nature. Though undoubtedly some persons afflicted in this way are less culpable than others, this does not change the truth that same-sex sexual attraction is disordered. Next, love and acceptance of the person can never mean accepting his or her sinful actions, which are decisions, acts of the will, which the person makes. Acts of a homosexual nature must never be accepted. Such acts are contrary to nature, an abomination before God and man, and always grotesque sins which cry to heaven for vengeance. Devotion to the Immaculate Heart of Mary The upcoming synod has rightly been critiqued as a synod on sin odality, S-I-N. Its goals and means fundamentally contradict the teachings of Jesus Christ. Its agenda is limited to a purely natural perspective which seeks apparent temporal goods and judges according to sinful worldly values. Unfortunately, this is also how most Catholics are living their day-to-day -day lives. They accept the world's values, are preoccupied with temporal goods, and suffer from a myopia, which loses sight of their soul's immortality. They are thus easily duped by the thin veneer of Christian lingo masking the synod's diabolic evil. Emerging from this darkness into the light requires a fundamental and dramatic shift. Look to Our Lady of Fatima for this grace. Her message focuses entirely on eternal goods and divine truths. Imitate Our Lady in ceaselessly making efforts to keep the supernatural perspective at the forefront of all your thoughts, words, and actions. Dedicate yourself to studying and living her Fatima message. Pray, pray very much. Offer the penance of your daily duty. Make reparation, especially every first Saturday. Pray the rosary every day with greater fervor. Consecrate yourself to her and faithfully wear her brown scapular. No closing words could be more fitting than those of the Blessed Virgin Mary as she revealed her Immaculate Heart 
June 13, 1917. I promise salvation to those who embrace, meaning devotion to my Immaculate Heart, and their souls will be loved by God as flowers placed by myself to adorn his throne. I will never leave you. My Immaculate Heart will be your refuge and the way that will lead you to God. And a bit about Father Rodriguez, Father Michael Rodriguez, Diocese of El Paso, ordained in 1996, which, interestingly enough, was the year I graduated from Orchard Park High School in Orchard Park, New York, home of the Buffalo Bills. Father has served at various urban and rural parishes and as director of vocations of the Diocese of El Paso, Texas. He began offering the traditional Latin Mass in 2005, and since 2011 has only offered the Holy Sacrifice according to this venerable and ancient rite. God bless you, Father Rodriguez. He has spoken in numerous venues all over the world, and his sermons online have been heard by thousands. Father is well-beloved for his solicitous care of souls, promotion of the traditional Latin Mass, teaching of traditional doctrine, defense of the Holy Sacrament of Marriage, and for encouraging all Catholics to tirelessly strive towards the restoration of Catholic tradition. I've seen several of Father's uh, videos on YouTube, seen his work written over at uh, the Fatima Center located at Fatima.org. He's as solid as they come. And his brother David, I believe, is the content director at uh, the Fatima Center. Obviously, they were raised right, solid, faithful Catholics, one a layman, the other a priest. We must serve the Lord in whatever vocation we're called to do so, friends. God will give you the grace for your state in life. Just ask him what he wants. Seek his kingdom first. Seek to do his will in all things. Pray that rosary every single day. Let's conclude, friends, by once again mentioning Helping Autism through learning and outreach available on the web at H-A-L-O hyphen S-O-M-A dot org. That's H-A-L-O hyphen S-O-M-A dot org. Halo hyphen Soma dot org. Please tune in to episodes 277 and 548 also for more information about RPM, which is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method, a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my beloved niece, Brielle, I have two beloved nieces, Kara and Brielle, before Brielle was eight years old, she's a non-speaker, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now, thanks to her hard work, as well as my sister, my brother-in-law, and my other niece, we know that she's a comprehensive genius who composes music. She's a gifted poet, very skilled at mathematics. She knows foreign languages. Her IQ is, has yet to be formally tested, but I'm sure it's off the chart. She's one of the smartest people I've ever met, and also incredibly kind and compassionate, a devout Catholic. Would have known none of these things were it not for RPM. Imagine how frustrated you would be if you were unable to communicate. Communication is a human right, and just because someone can't speak or has a lot of difficulty speaking, it doesn't mean they should be cut off from the world of communication. So RPM is taking these folks out of the prison of silence and getting them into the world of open communication where they belong. We need your help spreading the word. If you don't know a non-speaker, you probably will at some point in your life, or you have another family member or someone 
amongst your group of friends who knows a non-speaker. We need to get this information to the folks in their circle. Once again, it's halo-soma.org. And please tune in to episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast for more information. And may God bless you for all of your efforts. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Please tune in again tomorrow. Goodbye and God love you.